Welcome to First Formation, spiritual exercise for Christian soldiers looking to get the fuck up and pray. Join Pew Pew HQ every weekday morning to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 119, verses 81 through 88. My soul languishes for your salvation. I hope in your word. My eyes fail with watching for your promise. I ask, when will you comfort me? For I have become like a wineskin in the smoke, yet I have not forgotten your statutes. How long must your servant endure? When will you judge those who persecute me? The arrogant have dug pitfalls for me. They flout your law. All your commandments are enduring, and persecuted without cause. Help me. They have almost made an end of me on earth, but I have not forsaken your precepts. In your steadfast love spare my life, so that I may keep the decrees of your mouth. Jeremiah chapter 16 verses 1 through 13 The word of the Lord came to me. You shall not take a wife nor shall you have sons or daughters in this place. For thus says the Lord concerning the sons and daughters who are born in this place, and concerning the mothers who bear them, and the fathers who beget them in this land. They shall die of deadly diseases. They shall not be lamented, nor shall they be buried. They shall become like dung on the surface of the ground. They shall perish by the sword and by famine, and their dead bodies shall become food for the birds of the air and for the wild animals of the earth. For thus says the Lord, Do not enter the house of mourning, or go to lament, or bemoan them. For I have taken away my peace from this people, says the Lord, my steadfast love and mercy. Both great and small shall die in this land. They shall not be buried, and no one shall lament for them. There shall be no gnashing, no shaving of the head for them. No one shall break bread for the mourner, to offer comfort for the dead. Nor shall anyone give them the cup of consolation to drink for their fathers or their mothers. You shall not go into the house of feasting to sit with them, to eat and drink. For thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, I am going to banish you from this place. In your days and before your eyes, the voice of mirth and the voice of gladness, the voice of the bridegroom and the voice of the bride. And when you tell this people all these words, and they say to you, Why has the Lord pronounced all this great evil against us? What is our iniquity? What is the sin that that we have committed against the Lord our God? Then you shall say to them, it is, because you, your, it is because your ancestors have forsaken me, says the Lord, and have gone after other gods and have served and worshipped them, and have forsaken me and not kept my law. And because you have behaved worse than your ancestors, for here you are, every one of you, following your stubborn evil will, refusing to listen to me. Therefore I will hurl you out of this land into a land that neither you nor your ancestors have known. And there you shall serve other gods day and night, for I will show you no favor. James chapter 5, verses 7 through 12. Be patient, therefore, beloved, until the coming of the Lord. The farmer waits for the precious crop from the earth, being patient with it until it receives the early and the late rains. You also must be patient. Strengthen your hearts, for the coming of the Lord is near. Beloved, do not grumble against one another, 
so that you may not be judged. See, the judge is standing at the doors. As an example of suffering and patience, beloved, take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. Indeed, we call blessed those who showed endurance. You have heard of the endurance of Job, and you have seen the purpose of the Lord, how the Lord is compassionate and merciful. Above all, my beloved, do not swear, either by heaven or by earth or by any other oath, but let your yes be yes, your no, yo, no, so that you may not fall under condemnation. Good morning and welcome to the sixth Monday after Pentecost. This is Brother Logan Isaac, broadcasting from Walkersville, Maryland. This morning's readings come to us from Psalm 119, Jeremiah 16, and James 5. And it covers one of... uh, what I call the cardinal sin or the cardinal virtues of grunts, and that's um, endurance. Um, Jeremiah's um, passage is pretty dire, uh, but it does stress uh, or suggest the the importance of endurance. Jeremiah is not to have children; uh, he's not to uh, do anything that might, you know, bring him joy. Uh, but until God's will is worked out, um, he just has to wait. He has to patiently endure um, the trials and tribulations that God will visit upon his people, the Israelites. And James is much more direct, um, and it repeats the, the, the importance of being patient um, and uh, showing endurance. It mentions Job and how he endured um, in fact, one of the classical virtues um, is um, is endurance or patience or forbearance. Um, it's the ability to take uh, you know anything and everything and keep on ticking. It isn't always, as with Jeremiah, um, it isn't always sitting and waiting. Sometimes it is um, withstanding. Uh, you know, the, the arrows of the evil one, as I think Paul puts it in one of his later letters, Ephesians or Galatians. Um, and grunts, too, um, know the importance of endurance. Um, they can take, you know, they can take a beating and keep going. Um, I still, I still, I would not have believed it had I not, you know, seen it with my own eyes, but when, um, there's one road march I remember at Fort Bragg, and so I was still real young. Um, and it was a 12 mile road march or something. And I was up there with the the uh, infantry platoon's RTO radio, radio telephone operator. And we call for a break, and we plop down. He takes his boots off, um, and I, I don't know, maybe he's really sensitive or what, something. But like the entire, um, an entire layer of skin on his heel had come off. Um, and we, you know, it was a good, it was, uh, I have a picture of him sitting there. Um, and I don't remember if it's toward the beginning of the march or towards the end, but like he had walked and he, he wasn't surprised. Like, I don't know what he felt, but like he was walking that whole time. I wouldn't have known until he takes off his shoe and you see like his, his heel flapping in the breeze. Um, and that was like, that was not, you know, it was alarming to me, but like that was commonplace in infantry that, you know, there are these <laughs> extreme, 
uh, tests that you endure, um, and you you do it because it's the right thing to do, because everybody else does it, um, it becomes truly a virtue where the the community itself understands um, that this is what this is what makes a good member of our community, someone who can, you know, have their, you know, half their foot hanging off and keep literally keep marching. He put his shoe back on and he kept marching. However, you know, whatever. Didn't tell the platoon leader, didn't tell the medic, um, because it was anathema in, in the infantry, you know, kind of imagination to ask for help. And that, you know, that's a problem, but, um, the, on the one hand, the virtue of endurance was so ingrained in, you know, in him, and, uh, and in uh, through the community that this was like this was normal, you know. And a doctor would see that and be like, "Stop walking, get the fuck up off your feet," because uh, that you know get infected. I don't know, whatever. God only knows what kind of pain he was in. Um, but that is, um, that's like active patience, active endurance. Um, you know, this isn't, I'm not trying to sell you deodorant or antiperspirant, but active patience is like endurance is, um, the con, you know, persevering despite a constant barrage of shit. Um, contrast that with, it's the same thing, but it's a different, it's a kind of passive endurance that Jeremiah must go through where he's told to wait and he's told to watch um, as he watch, watches, he'll weep. He's known as the weeping prophet um, because he'll see all these things and it will suck. He's not like doing anything. The pain he is encountering is spiritual and emotional. The pain the RTO was feeling was physical. Um, they're both the same. Um, and even now that I, I say it out loud, Jeremiah's, I think, also was an active patience. Um that there's something else, um, entire not entirely, but there's something else in which you're you must wait, you know, an amount of time, and that may not be enjoyable, but it may also not cause you pain. Jeremiah certainly felt pain um, as he uh, preached destruction to his people. They failed to repent, and and God's wrath was visited upon them. Um, and he watches as, you know, what uh, what a devout Jew would see as the center of the universe. You know, the temple in Jerusalem was destroyed, um, and he there's little that he can do. Um, and in uh, in the reading from James, we can kind of catch a glimpse of that of what it means to show endurance and be patient. Um, I think it mentions it like four or five times. You also must be patient, strengthen your hearts for the coming of the Lord is near. Um, and don't don't endure, um, you know, as you grumble. Like, you know, I'm deeply skeptical of the, you know, silent like a, a lamb before the shearer. You know, don't, I think there's there's a fine line between, you know, allowing an abuser to do something and like um, taking ownership of your own human dignity and not uttering a word like Jesus did before the trial um, or the many trials. Um, I think there's a fine line. Um, 
But James does say, <clears throat> look, don't let, don't let these trials turn you against one another. Truly endure them. You know, expect that this will be painful. Um, and don't, you know, you know, it's like when you get hangry, like, it, you know, you're not happy, but don't take your unhappiness out on others. Um, that's, that's something less than endurance because complaining, you know, let's be honest, feels kind of satisfying when you're not happy. And James here is saying, don't, don't complain to one another, don't grumble at one another, but, uh, truly and fully persevere those things um, by strengthening your heart um, and you know like the like the RTO um, uh, you know be prepared for the worst and um, I actually the more I say it the more I think that RTO should have fucking said something I don't think he got a profile or anything I think he just continued to work the rest of the week but anyway um Above all, and this is where I wanted to throw in just a, a small caveat, when um, James at the end says, swear, don't swear, that's not, he's not saying don't use obscenities. He's saying do not make oaths. This is where uh, many Anabaptists and radical uh, Reformation traditions um, uh, draw their inspiration for not taking oaths. Um, and the idea is that if you have to swear on something by heaven, by earth, by any other oath, then, you know, the, the implication is you can't be trusted. This thing that you're swearing on is the thing that is trusted. Um, you know, even when we swear on the Bible for, you know, if we have to testify in court or something, like James, at least, doesn't really want you to do that because it assumes that you're not a trustworthy person. It assumes that the only thing that's trustworthy is the thing that you swear on, you know, a, a book, the Bible, you know, but, you know, the danger is that that might make the Bible an idol. Um, instead, he says, let your yes be yes and your no be no. Show by your commitment and your honesty and your um, reliability and credibility that you are the kind of person that people can trust. You be the thing that is trusted, not, you know, some other abstract object um, that um, isn't you and isn't God. Um, and so that's the only thing I wanted to throw out of left field is it's not saying don't use obscenities. That's another part in James. Um, the book is saying, look, be honest people and let that honesty show forth. Um, and it's piggybacking on persevere. Be the kind of people who don't complain um, when hard times come, but who strengthen their hearts and who endure and uh, are patient throughout these difficulties that, that you will face. A prayer for protection from the Book of Common Prayer. Assist us mercifully, O Lord, in these our supplications and prayers and dispose the way of your servants toward the attainment of everlasting salvation, that among all the changes and chances of this mortal life, they may ever be defended by your gracious and ready help. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you for falling into First Formation. 
where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, you can participate in one of the three following ways. First, you can support the podcast at patreon.com slash pewpewhq. You can contribute as little as a dollar a month, and you can cancel at any time if I ever piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a lectionary reading for a future episode. Instructions will be provided, and you don't have to be a grunt to collaborate with Pew Pew HQ in this or any way. Finally, you can also record and send prayer requests of a minute or less. Prayers can be included in the episode, read anonymously if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it, three ways to participate in First Formation. I hope you'll continue to listen, even if I can't convince you to jump in. This has been Brother Logan Isaac, always faithful, always family. Semper Familia.